Hello and welcome to Z Humor Show hosted by me, Humora Ruth. I hope you're doing great. I hope you're doing lovely. And if it's not going well for you, take it to the Lord in prayer. Welcome to Z Humor Show, which is a podcast dedicated to sharing the beauty of Africa with you and with the rest of the world. Now, as I have been doing for the past few weeks, I will do today. I have been sharing different African countries with you. I've done podcast episodes on Uganda, which is where I'm from. We've done Uganda, we've done Namibia, we've done Egypt, we've done Kenya, we've done Seychelles, we've done Morocco. We we are just going to different parts of Africa and getting to know them better. I hope this podcast is inspiring you to, you know, have a dream or desire to visit Africa or to just love Africa. If you're in Africa, a lot of people sometimes have um, a negative kind of thinking towards Africa, but hopefully we're changing that one step at a time. Now, if this is your first time here on this podcast, thank you so much for joining me. I hope you stay here longer. I hope you subscribe. Please subscribe, leave a review. And if you've been here from day one, thank you very much. I appreciate you. Now, today I am taking you to the Rainbow Nation in Africa. You guessed it. We are going to South Africa. I hope you enjoy this one. Okay, let's dive into South Africa. But before we do that... Before we get back into the show, if you love my take on Uganda and you love Formula One, why not check out my Formula One podcast called ZF1 Amateur. ZF1 Amateur is a post-Formula One race commentary podcast hosted by me, Humura Ruth, that's available on your favorite podcasting player or platform. So just go to your favorite podcast player or just search on your favorite search engine, ZF1 Amateur Podcast, and you'll be sure to get Formula One closer to you. And if you like Formula E, as I do... You should also check out my Formula E podcast called Z Formula E podcast that's all about Formula E racing as well as sustainable mobility. Thank you so much. Now let's get back to the show. Welcome back from that show break. Now let's get to know South Africa a little bit more. Now South Africa is officially the Republic of South Africa. It is one of the largest countries in Africa with a land border that stretches 3,021 miles in length and a land area of 1,221,037 square kilometers. Or if you prefer miles, the land area is 471,045 miles. I hope I got that number right, but it's quite big. It is also the southernmost country in Africa. It is lich- It is South Africa. It is the southernmost country of Africa. If you've seen the map of Africa, you probably have seen that. It is bordered by Botswana to the north, Namibia to the northeast, Mozambique to the northeast, Swaziland to the northeast, Zimbabwe also borders South Africa to the north, and then the Atlantic Ocean and the Indian Ocean bordered to the south. Now, South Africa, there is an enclave called Lesotho, which is surrounded entirely by South Africa, if you've seen the African map. So Lesotho as a nation is completely surrounded by South Africa, which I found to be quite interesting. If you want me to take you to Lesotho, please let me know. I will do that more. I'm more than glad to do that. I lost my train of thought there. But yes, 
Now, South Africa is pretty big, like we said before. It has a population of 59.6 million people. That was a 2020 estimate officially. And there's a lot of languages spoken in, Af in South Africa. But the most popular languages are Afrikaans, English, Hausa, Zulu, Southern Soho, Venda, Swana, Northern Soho, Tsonga, Swati, and Ndebele. So those are some of the languages you expect if you find it, if you go to South Africa. It also has a number of capital cities. It is the only country in the world with three capitals. So the executive capital city of South Africa is Pretoria. The judicial capital city of South Africa is Bloemfontein. And the legislative capital city of South Africa is Cape Town. South Africa also has a number of other cities. It has so many cities, I can't mention them all. But some of them include Durban, Cape Town, Soweto, Port Elizabeth, Benoni, Tembisa, uh, Boxburg, Welcome, East London, Newcastle, to mention but a few. It is also led by President Cyril Ramaphosa today. And the motto of South Africa is unity in diversity. The currency is the South African rand. The dialing cord is plus two seven. When it comes to the flag, the South African flag was designed in March 1994. Now, it is red, white, green, yellow, black, and blue. I can't exactly describe how they're organized, but those are the colors. South Africa also formally achieved its independence from Britain on May 31st. 1910 so it's one of those african countries that got their independence pretty pretty early on when it comes to population 80 percent of south africans are of black african ancestry with the remaining population consisting of africa's largest communities of european asian and multiracial ancestry when it comes to faith, 78% of South Africans are Christians, and then you have other religions coming in there. Their driving side, whenever in South Africa, remember to drive on the left. And I think that's a pretty good intro to South Africa. Now, let me share with you some amazing facts about South Africa. All right, welcome back from that short break. Now, here is some interesting fact about South Africa. Now, did you know South Africa is the only country in the world with three capital cities, like I mentioned before? It has the executive capital city, Pretoria, the judicial capital city, Bloemfontein, and the legislative capital city, Cape Town. South Africa also has 11 official languages. I Bet you haven't seen that elsewhere. The languages are English, Afrikaans, Isizulu, Isuhosa, Isindebele, Sesotho, Northern Sotho, Setswana, Siswati, Shivenda, Sitsonga. <laughs> Those are a lot of languages. But I always admire, I don't know, I find it interesting how they pronounce, uh, because we read it as Hosa, that the language that is spelled as X-H-O-S-A. So I'm going to try to pronounce it like they would with the click sound. So I'm pretty sure it would be like Hosa, Hosa. And then it would be, there's another language spoken in South Africa called Swana. So I'm pretty sure that's it, Swana. I really don't know. But I'm always, I love hearing that click sound. It's quite interesting. I, it reminds me of another language that I've had elsewhere. 
Did you also know that the people of Wakanda speak Ngosa in Black Panther? I bet you did not know that. You thought maybe it was a made-up language. Or maybe you did. I don't know. Now, another fact is that South Africa is known as the Rainbow Nation because of its mix of cultures. South Africa has a lot of people there. And like we talked about before, 80% of South Africans of Black African ancestry, the remaining population consists of European, Asian, and multiracial ancestry. Now, South Africa celebrates its annual Heritage Day on the 24th of September. So on this day, South Africans get together to celebrate their diverse cultures, traditions, and beliefs. South Africa as a country is home to 10% of the world's birds, fish, and plant species, as well as 6% of its mammals and reptile species. So they say South Africa has some of the best game drives, safaris in the world, South Africa and Kenya. So that is no surprise. South Africa is home to the big five in plenty. I'm talking about the lions, the leopards, the elephants, the rhino, and the buffalo. And its coastal waters are home to great white sharks, the African penguins, the dolphins, whales, and more marine life. Did you also know that South Africa is home to the world's highest commercial natural bungee jump? Oh, it is a 216-meter jump over Africa's highest bridge. If you like to calculate in feet, that's 709 feet. It's a 709 feet jump over africa's highest bridge so it's not for the faintest of hearts the bridge goes over the bullcrans river valley and uh, it's the bullcrans bridge so if you ever want to take on the world's highest natural bungee jump go to south africa did you also know that nelson mandela has six different names in south africa at birth he was roli lala mandela I am so sorry if I pronounced his name wrongly. Please bear with me. And then on his first day of school, his teacher called him Nelson because the custom back then in the 1920s was to give all children English names because the English colonials couldn't pronounce African names. And then he was also given the name of Dalibunga during a traditional rite of passage ceremony. He's also referred to as Madiba, Tata and Kulu. Another fact about South Africa is that the Table Mountains in South Africa are one of the oldest mountains in the world. They are also home to more than 2,200 species of plants, of which 70% of them are endemic. Now, the world's largest craterius is found in South Africa and it's visible on the Earth's surface. It happened over 2 million years ago when a meter that was about the size of a mountain fell into South Africa's free state, making a 300-kilometer-wide crater. That is uh, mind-blowing. That's a really, really huge meter fell way back in South Africa. Did you also know this is pretty dope? Cape, Cape Wine Lines... Cape Winelands has the world's longest wine route and it's found in South Africa. So if you love wine, if you like going through vineyards or winelands, I don't know, this one is a mercy for you. It is an 850 kilometer road that runs between Cape Town, 
Constantia to Port Elizabeth via Woodshorn and the Garden Route. So you're going through miles and miles and miles of vines. That's why South Africa is one of those countries you should have a road trip in when you visit. This one is another interesting fact. Did you know that you can actually see the South African fish migration from space? I didn't know that. Now, this fish migration happens between May and July, and there are millions of small silver fish that travel in shoals that are up to 15 kilometers long, 3.5 kilometers wide, and up to 40 deep meters deep. So that's a really those are really really big shoals, and they move from Cape Point to the coastline coastlines of the northeastern Cape and southern KwaZulu Natal. So. That you should visit and see that for yourself if you're ever in South Africa. Now, speaking of the South African coastline, it is home to around 3,000 shipwrecks. The coastline of the Eastern Cape and Cape of Good Hope have been claiming shippers' lives for centuries. That's an interesting, sad fact. It's interesting and sad. Very, very sad at the same time. South Africa is also the only country in the world where two Nobel Prize winners lived on the same street. I'm talking about the Vilaka Street in Soweto, which was home to both Nelson Mandela and Archbishop Desmond Tutu at one point of their lives. Did you also know that the world's first heart transplant was fully done in Cape Town, South Africa? South African doctor Christian Bernard performed the world's first heart transplant on 3rd December 1967 at Goodshaw Hospital in Cape Town. And one of his assistants was Hamilton Naki, a black laboratory assistant that had worked previously as a gardener and went on to work in the animal laboratory. Hamilton Naki also assisted Dr. Bernard with research leading to the transplant. That's very inspiring, you know. It doesn't matter where you started from, it's where you're going and how you get there. South Africa is also the largest producer of meat in Africa. It is also the only country in the world where right-hand drive cars are produced by Mercedes-Benz. Oh, that is so amazing. Because I love cars, I love Formula One. Now, did you also know that Johannesburg in South Africa is home to the largest man-made forest in the world with more than 6 million trees? South Africa also has the greenest and third largest canyon in the world. I'm talking about the Blyde River Canyon. And lastly for today, did you know that most of the world's macadamia nuts come from South Africa? So if you love those nuts, you definitely now know where they come from. And those are, those, that's it for today when it comes to interesting facts about South Africa. I could go on and on and on, but time will not be enough. Now, let's take a short break and then get to know some of the interesting things that you can do when you visit South Africa. Welcome back from that short break. Now, let's look at 12 touristy things that you can do when you're in South Africa. There's a lot that you can do in South Africa, 
but I couldn't say it all on today's podcast. I'm just giving you a few of them. Now, first off, you have to visit a national park and go on a safari when in South Africa. I talked about how much wildlife there is in South Africa. So you definitely, definitely have to see there. There's so many national parks there. There's Let's start off with one of them. There's the Kruger National Park, which is one of the best game reserves in Africa and the oldest game park in the country. It's... um. It's about three to four and a half hours drive from Johannesburg, depending on how you drive, but it's totally worth it. And now it's home to lots of wildlife. We're in South Africa, so you know you're not short on wildlife at all. Want to see the lions? They're there. Want to see the leopards? They're there. The buffaloes? They're there. The rhinos? They're there. Elephants? It is, uh, what is this? It is the Lion King for real. I'm not, but it's not, the, the entire South Africa is not, you know, like I seen out of the Lion King. Some people mistake African countries for that. There's um there's business there, there's people there, there's lots of life there aside from the wildlife. But now we're talking about going on a safari. I don't know how my train of thought went there. But you can go and visit the wildlife there. Visit Kruger National Park. Like I said, it's one of the best game reserves in Africa and the oldest in the country. So for sure it has a good legacy to stand on. It is also home to the sun or the bushmen. Um, not home exactly, but you'll find the sun rock paintings there and the Bushman rock paintings there. You'll also find different archaeological sites there. Please don't go to Kruger National Park ex- expecting to see the sun there. You can, and what is amazing about it is that you can stay in different kinds of accommodations and still get the whole. F- thing you know you can stay in a basic campsite you can stay in a thatched bungalow you can stay in a luxury lodge and get the whole safari experience there depending on your budget now there are also different national parks in south africa because south africa is big and has a lot of wildlife there's so many national parks that you can visit i can't mention them all but here's a few there's lulwe and, and mufolozi national park there's kagalagadi transfrontier park now this one is famous because it has black men lions if you want to see a lion with a black man it's there there's the Addo elephant national park so automatically you know what to expect there there's the plainsburg national park and so many more so you can choose from a number of them on your visit to south africa but you've got to go on a safari there another thing you can do in south africa you definitely should visit cape town it is amazing cape town is home to the world's oldest mountains those are the table mountain which have a flat peak at the top you can visit the kirsten bosch botanical gardens which are found in a unesco world heritage site you can visit the wells at the harbor the penguins at the golden beaches in false bay you can visit the victoria and alfred waterfront you can go to the two oceans aquarium you know, Cape Town is really big. It's a very multicultural city. It has great food, lovely weather, nature is close by, a beautiful waterfront. And did I mention the table mountains that frame it and make it just very picturesque? And it also has amazing surfing locations, which we'll look at later. Now, speaking of surfing, you can go surfing in the Atlantic Ocean and the Indian Ocean. That's the best thing about South Africa. You take your pick. Want to go do it at the in the Atlantic? Do it in the Atlantic. Want to do it in the Indian Ocean? You can do it in the Indian Ocean. And some of the best surf locations in South Africa are near Cape Town and on the Western Cape. That is Long Beach. 
You can also go get to know about South African history when you're in South Africa or even when you're not in South Africa. But if you're in South Africa, you can visit the Nelson Mandela Monument. You can learn about apartheid, which was a system of institutionalized racial segregation. You can visit the Apartheid Museum in Johannesburg. Now, Johannesburg is also home to the Constitutional Court that sits on the site of a former political prison. So if you visit it, you can visit the prison ruins and learn about the political prisoners who were unfairly detained there. You can also visit Robben Island, which is four miles off the, off the coast of Cape Town. Now, Robben Island was a maximum security prison until 1996. So it's not so long ago that it was a maximum security prison. Nelson Mandela spent 18 years in Robben Island. And there's a lot for you to get to know about South Africa when you visit there. Now, today the prison is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. And if you visit it, you probably will find former prisoners. It depends on when you go and what is going on right now there. But you probably find former prisoners as tour guides, giving you a real idea of what life was like there during apartheid. When you're in South Africa, you can also take a hike at the Drakensberg Mountains. Now, this is home to the highest mountain range in the country. So if you love daring your body and your mind, go for it. Because it is rugged, it has deep valleys, sandstone cliffs, and green peaks. But it's not impossible. There are also a number of trails there that you can take that are maybe much easier than you know, taking on the ultimate. So some of the routes include Rainbow Gorge, there's Plowman's Corp, there's Chain Ladders Hike, there's Cathedral Peak, and then there's Giant Scarp Trail. While you're in South Africa, you can also visit the Boulders Penguin Colony. Now, this one's a short drive from Cape Town, and it is home to several thousand African penguins. The penguins are also known as jackass penguins because of the noises they make, which could remind one of a donkey braying. You cannot visit South Africa and not take a road trip because South Africa has some of the best roads in Africa. And did I mention that it is home to the world's longest wine route? Now, this wine route, like I talked about before, runs for 850 kilometers and it runs from Cape Town, which is an amazing city, through Constantia to Port Elizabeth. Oh my God, you are just driving on some of the best roads in Africa and you're just surrounded by miles and miles of, you know, vineyards and beautiful views of South Africa. It is relaxing. It is amazing. It is absolutely necessary. You can take different routes. You can take the garden route, which runs along coastal cliffs through forests and mountain ranges. This one is 200 kilometers in length or 125 miles in length and it's surrounded with beaches lakes and lagoons is really watching it or you can take the panorama roots which is in which is in mpumalanga now this one you get to go around the blind river canyon or you can get to go around the wild coast you can also take a road trip through a national park and be surrounded with nature at its finest it's up to you 
Now, speaking of wine routes, you definitely have to go wine testing when you're in South Africa, if you can. The wine industry in South Africa dates back to the 17th century, so they definitely know what they're doing there. And South Africa is known for its award-winning white, red, and sparkling wines. Oh my goodness, I'm getting really excited about this one. There are hundreds of wineries for you to visit, lots of wine for you to taste, amazing views amazing food and it is just so relaxing the different places you can visit but let me give you one there is the cape wine line wine lands region which is home to stellenbosch that has over 150 wineries so trust me there's so much you can do there. Now, on a different note, note sorry, different note. Stellenbosch is one of the best preserved towns from the areas, from the era of the Dutch East India Company in South Africa. So when you're there, expect to see whitewashed Cape Dutch dwellings. So, a lot of Dutch influences in the architecture there. So you don't just get to taste wine; you get to see some influences from back in the day over there so it is amazing you just have to love south africa you can also visit another place to see lots of vineyards is french hook i don't know if i pronounced it right but that's how i'm going to say it it is home to over 50 vineyards and is home to some of the best restaurants there in south africa so you definitely have got to see that on a different note when you're in south africa you should visit the third largest canyon in the world I'm talking about the Blyde River Canyon. It is really green and large and it has some deep cliffs for you to see. It is also home to numerous rock formations and rock arts in echo caves. You can also do some hiking there because there are lots of hiking trails there. There's um, lots of space and the opportunity for you to go mountain biking there. There's opportunity for you to do white water rafting. It's really a playground for people who love adrenaline and that kind of thing. Now, have you ever wanted to see some whales? South Africa is the best place to do that. You'll find it's the, some of the country's best whale watching companies in a town called Hermanus. So first visit Hermanus and then get to see the whales. Now, Hermanus is 120 kilometers southeast of Cape Town. It is a bit far, but once you get there, it is worth it. And if you visit between June and November, you'll be treated. Uh, you'll get to see the southern right whales. You get to see birds, whales, and orcas. In other words, it's the best time to go whale watching in South Africa. Now, lastly for today, you can go scuba diving in Cape Town, South Africa. There are rocky shores and lots of rifts for you to explore. Both sides of the plateau have wrecks for you to see as well. So that is absolutely beautiful. If you're in Port Elizabeth, it is home to interesting wrecks that you will definitely have to explore. The Harlem and the Dangiton wreck is there in Port Elizabeth. Now, this one is from the 18th century. So... You get to see all that history there. You can also dive with sharks while you're there. If you love to dare yourself, you can dive with sharks. It is done safely. Don't think that you just dive into the water with sharks around you. You can do it safely. You can also watch um, the sardine migration if you're in Port St. John's. And this sardine migration happens between happens in June. So yeah, you can spot that that's when you get to spot four miles of water 
thick of sardines so if you love sardines this is a perfect place for you to visit or if you just want to see nature it's a perfect place for you to visit so all in all there's so much that you can do in south africa but because of time i can't go through it all all right let's take a short break and then we'll be back with some south african cuisine welcome back from that short break now let's dive into south african cuisine now what you should what i love about south africa i think there's a lot of things i love about it but when it comes to cuisine is it's there's a lot for you to try because it's a very it's a rainbow nation there's a lot of cultures traditions and i mean the country has 11 lang official languages so there's a lot for you to try so you well, I don't think anyone can miss out when it comes to local food. There's definitely a local food that you will absolutely love. Now, I'm going to give you 10, 10 local uh, meals that you probably will find in South Africa. And you can find the rest when you're there. We'll start off with baboti. Now, this one is baked minced meat that has been spiced with medium heat curry, turmeric, garlic, lemon zest, onions, salt, pepper, and herbs, and even raisins at times. It is then topped with a topped sorry with an egg and milk mixture. There is biltong. This one is really popular in Southern Africa. It is cured meat that has been soaked in a brine and then hung to cure. There's also the dried sausage, which the locals would probably call drawers. I don't know how to pronounce it, I'm sorry. This one is ground beef mince and mutton fat that have been mixed together with spices to make a thin sausage. The sausages are then hung to cure. There's potijekos, which is literally translated to food made in a pot. This one is also pretty popular in Southern Africa. If you listen to my episode about Namibia, I talked about potijekos. It is, it's a one-pot meal. It's meat at the bottom and then fresh vegetables at the top that have been cooked. And the whole pot has been cooked on low heat. Then there's biryani. You probably have had this in probably from India or Asian communities. It's made from rice, meats, and Indian spices. Then there's borawas, which is a farmer sausage. Now this is a sausage who, uh, which has majority, which is filled with ground beef most of the part, and it's ninety percent meat, and then the other ten percent is spices and other ingredients. There's mealy pap or maize porridge. It's maize that's been cooked with water. There's vet cook, which is fried bread. Now I'm pretty. <laughs> I don't know my pronunciations. I don't trust them. But I give you the English version as well. I hope it helps. Now, fried bread, which is, um, it's basically a fried bagaban that's been stuffed with curried mince or chicken mayo mixtures. Then those sosatis, or you might call them kebabs. This one is skewered meat and vegetables marinated in a spicy sauce that has been cooked in a braai to add smokiness to it. Now, if you don't know what a braai is, you definitely don't know South Africa. Braai is barbecue. Then there's koik sister, which is a sweet dough that has been infused with other ingredients and then fried. Then lastly for today, there's a milk tart, which is a tart that's filled with flour, sugar, and eggs. Now, I think we've run out of time in regards to South Africa. South Africa is a really big nation. There's so much about it. I couldn't get into everything about South Africa. Otherwise, we'd be here for hours and hours. But I hope you enjoyed this. I hope this has made you want to visit South Africa. Or, or maybe you've learned a thing or two about South Africa that you didn't know before. Or maybe 
maybe you just you know enjoyed listening in whatever the case thank you so much for hanging out with me today i really really do appreciate it my name is humora ruth and if you'd love to get in touch please don't hesitate my email address is mbabaziruth77 at gmail.com you can find my instagram page for this podcast as Z Humora Show, and you can find me on Twitter as Humora Ruth. Thank you so much for listening in. I have a lovely, lovely month. Happy New Year. I'm told you're supposed to stop saying that, but I'll say it nevertheless. Happy New Year. May this one be your best one yet. Mm-hmm.